It's Coast 104.5, up and Adam in the morning. Happy day to you. My name is Adam Montiel in the studio. He is the Sheriff Ian Parkinson, the Sheriff of San Luis Obispo County. What is up, my friend? How are you? I am good. Good to see you, Adam. It is really good to see you. You've been well? I have been well, yeah. Everything yeah. has been been good. Busy. Oh, incredibly busy. I mean, this last year was really tough. I mean, obviously the pandemic, but, you know, we had five uh, officer-involved shootings in the county and lost a, an officer here, Luca Benedetti, and uh, had a couple of mine wounded. So a very unusual time. Yeah, us. because this is an area, you know, we're very blessed in the sense that we don't really, you know, fortunately don't have those very often. Yeah. But yeah, a year like that, that's pretty wild. Yeah, no, we haven't, uh, we haven't, you know, we haven't had that happen in, in my time in this county. Yeah. So, yeah, it, so it's, it was a tough time, a tough time for the county in general. So where are we at right now? I remember, so you came in, what, 2010? Elected in 2010, took office January 2011. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, so but this is, I mean, we're like, we're at 10 years now. I know. I I, I did, did that even like does that does that go by quick? It may, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like that long ago when we were playing duck hunt. I know <laughs> in the back room here, right? I and know. that was like in twenty ten or twenty uh, two thousand nine, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think that would have been actually probably the because you probably were a November election, right? So it was probably uh, the fall. It was prior to the June primary. Oh, okay. There were six of us. That's right. In the June primary, and you had I think all of us. All of you. Um, there were a lot of you. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, we were just like, and I, I mean, you, you think the show at that time, up and out in the morning, was just a baby. Like we were just brand new. Yeah, and there I have all the folks running for sheriff playing duck hunt <laughs> to see how they are on their Nintendo NES gun work. Um, uh, so glad you're here. So interesting. Now there are some things that I mean. The last time you were here, we talked uh, about a certain case that we cannot bring up today, and we, I think we literally talked about we talked to you minutes before that gag order was yeah. issued so we won't be uh, even approaching that subject today but um i know that there is a lot of ways that you give back you always are really kind in helping us with our uh, breaking and entering christmas and i saw you on the news the other day you're starting your bike giveaway right now we are um it's been uh it's been a number of years going we're we're you know, probably giving away another 300, 350 bikes Dang. to kids in need. Um, we have some, um, returning sponsors, um, that, that, you know, that we really appreciate because not only do we rebuild bikes that are donated, but we also get new bikes as well. So it's an opportunity to get back to the community for, for inmates working on those bikes, but also, you know, for, you know, young kids, you know, families that can't afford that you know that that first bike or a bike for you know replacement for their child yeah that's such a good thing and thank you for the help that you and uh the men and women of the slow sheriffs helped us with breaking and entering i mean you last year was very different and normally when we'll we'll like you know we call it breaking and entering because we get inside the house with the help of the person that nominated this needy family and when they come back home they have no idea but they come home to a house full of christmas yeah. a tree presents money on the tree like the whole thing food in the fridge and because we couldn't do that last year because of the COVID, uh, we kind of devised this way we could drive through. And and your um, you had some men and women that were very helpful with us, with the sheriffs, with you know motorcades and stuff. It was just awesome. So I hope to uh, tap you again this year with breaking and entering for sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a that's a great thing. I mean those those programs, you know, breaking and entering bike programs. Yeah, I mean, so rewarding. To... Yeah, I mean, I don't know what were your Christmases like as a kid. I just feel like. 
Christmas was so special in her house. And even when we like struggled, my mom would still like try and go as much out as she could for presents. And it just makes me when, you know, for when, as you get older and you transition out of being a child, you just, I don't know. I feel like I want Christmases to be good for every kid if possible, you know? Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I grew up with four other, you know, um, siblings and a uh, military family, so not not a ton of money there. Um, but Christmas is always special to us. I don't remember ever um, um, not being happy at Christmas of what I got. Mm -hmm. uh, my, I think my parents did an amazing job. Most of the time, me and my little brother knew what, what was coming because we found where they were hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> you would go look for it? Oh, yeah. We got caught one year, and then from then on, my mom would... Sent all the presents, put the presents at a neighbor's house. Yeah, she knew that we would we would sneak through and and find what was there. Would, the mystery still was is we'd see presents and you know with four boys and a girl, you kind of trying to figure out who gets what. Yeah, and we really didn't know was this mine or is this you know one of my brothers. Sure, and so that was. That was still a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a sense, That's but so funny. We we weren't overly surprised. To, with what was being opened. The first time I did that, my mom gave me this big guilt trip. And then what she started doing to mess with me is she would hide. Uh, we had these fa this family friend, the, the Rellingers, right? And they had a boy who was like a couple years older than me. They would start to hide his presence at my house and vice versa. So if Jason, you know, was snooping at home, he would find presents that were for me. And if I was snooping at home I, and I make it, I get my, my hopes up and they're like, no, that's for Jason, by the way. It's not even yours, you know? So that's how <laughs> that's my mom, classic. yeah, it's pretty good. That's glad. Um, hey, so saw you on Dateline. What's Josh Mankiewicz like? I love Josh Mankiewicz. Actually, he was really nice. He was, he's a good guy, really down to earth. Uh, pretty, pretty, uh, had a lot of conversation with him, um, off, you know, off air. And, yeah. Uh, it was funny because I was just telling somebody the other day, you know, I did this program for Charter for, you know, they did a Charter interviews that I think every other month or something. Yeah. And they have a makeup artist in there and you'd get in, they'd get you all done. And, and so I'm going, you know, here I'm going to, you know, interview with Dateline and they didn't have anybody, which is fine. And, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. He's got this little makeup kit himself. He's doing his own little oh my makeup. Gosh, I'm is that like, right? wow, this is Dateline. Yeah. He's doing his own <laughs> makeup. Uh, but no, he was a nice guy. Not good, good, uh, good interviewer, smart guy. Um, it was, it was very interesting. Do you know. watch yourself after that? Like, I would, I gotta see how I look on Dateline. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it live. Um, I watched it after. Also, you aren't know. you curious how they cut it up? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're doing a lot of talking, but even then, at the time that I did the interview, um, there, you know, it was prior to the arrests and stuff. Yeah. I knew what we were doing that I couldn't obviously share with him. Yeah. So he did a good job of of kind of manipulating around. He's a good journalist. Yeah, and uh, he knew a lot more than I expected too. He knew stuff that wasn't publicized yet. Is that weird to you when you find out people do you almost want to like, wait a well, second? I think when you're that big, I think like um, he knew stuff from Los Angeles. You got you got your way. Details of Los Angeles. And he's from down there. Yeah. And so he's got his spies. He's got his, you know, informers down there because he was, you know, he was, I, I was shocked. I, yeah. I kind of looked at him like, where did you hear that? And he's a nice guy? Yeah, super nice That's guy. pretty cool. Yeah, I've always, uh, we've interviewed him here on a couple times over the phone. Oh, oh. And uh, yeah, I think he's from LA too. But yeah, I like him. He's he, yeah, he's a nice guy. I, I you I'm did a great job. 
Uh, yeah, when you when you sit down and do that, do you talk for like an hour and a half, and then you end up seeing like four minutes of it, or you talk for like twenty minutes, or like yeah. how how long are you sitting with Josh Mankiewicz of Dateline NBC? I probably was there. But Josh Mankiewicz of Dateline NBC. That's good. <laughs> uh, I probably sat with him for an hour total. Yeah. Um, but you know, there was a lot of breaks, kind of where we'd talk off air because you know I told him like I got to be really careful, and, and yeah. I knew how much stuff was pending. And yeah, I was afraid that he, you know, that so you kind of say, hey, stop for a second. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to go there. So you know, in between, he would he would you know talk to me about what he wanted to ask me and how far I'd go with answering. Do you think um, he's like hitting up slow spots afterwards? Does he go like, hey, where, where do I get a good sandwich after this, or do you, or do you think he's just kind of like in and out back home? I, you know what? I got the impression that he was in and out. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of, I, I, he didn't, he didn't, you know, talk about, you know, anything. I think he stayed the night. Oh yeah. But I don't. Where do you I, think Josh Mankowitz stays the night? Probably uh, the Madonna Inn. Madonna Inn. Maybe. Or, or the Cliffs or. Yeah. Like, huh? I could see that. Bay. Yeah. I bet you that's where he's. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Josh Mankowitz deal on NBC. <laughs> um, you're a tip cop. You're going drive-through still this year? We are. Drive-through okay. starting Monday night. So Monday night, we're in Templeton at Rooster Firearms. Mm -hmm. um, on uh, Tuesday night, we're here in San Luis at the Vets Hall, Legion Hall there. And then on... Uh, the place with the tank. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next night, we are at the outlets in Pismo Beach. Oh, cool. Parking lot. So it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday thing. <laughs> yeah, three nights in a row, just like we did regular Tippecop. We're hoping, you know, next year we'll be able to get back into the regular dinners because yeah. that's really where they make their money. Um, but, you know, everything shut down. I was supposed to be <clears throat> going to Russia in February for the World Games again. Special Olympics? Uh, yeah, Bill Prohl and I. Mm -hmm. And um, that got shut down. I mean, and their, you know, their COVID is running rampant right now. Totally. So, and. You know, exposing people, you know, it's unfortunate they have to shut it down because it's so important to the, you know, the kids. Yeah, I know you're super huge in that. Yeah. You went to the, you went to the United Arab Emirates a couple years ago. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's it's funny. I just talked to a, a good friend of mine, uh, you know, John Hackleman, that oh, cool. just came back from uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Um, he, uh, Glover Teixeira, who who just won the light heavyweight belt was um, a friend of mine and but you know John helps has trained him, him for years. Is he another Central Coast dude? No, he's actually from Brazil okay. but he uh, moved he was living in Connecticut and he kind of found out about John and he um, wanted to come out here and train so he came out and he was out here for oh probably several years and um, the he wanted to fight with the UFC, but the UFC couldn't sign him because he didn't have his his uh, papers his and green orders. card. Uh, yeah, he was married to an American, but um, there was a problem, so he had to return to Brazil for a couple years, and he did, and got all his paperwork oh, in order, and then came back and, and ended up fighting. Anything? He should have gone on that ninety day fiance show, get that K one visa. <laughs> you know, that's what they do. There you go. They get that visa, and they can. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that allows him to work. I just think it allows him to be here. Who knows? Yeah, I, I think he had. I think that was the issue. Yeah, I think it was working. Yeah, um, and he was fighting, but he was fighting in small shows, that, you know, and doing extremely well. 
Um, but the UFC required that he, you know, yeah. had certain paperwork, and, and the only way he get it is to return to Brazil and, and uh, apply and get through the system. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So he's doing that. Uh, we're going to come back. We have. Uh, can you stay for one more segment? Yeah. I know you've got a lot going on. Uh, Sheriff Ian Parkinson is up and at him in the morning. You're listening to Up and Adam in the Morning. Thanks for being up and at him in the morning. Thursday here, we have Sheriff Ian Parkinson. And Sheriff Ian Parkinson is taking a liking to Georgie. Awesome. Yeah. So Georgie, so Lady I Fancy is working um, out of town this week. So I have like triple dog duty. I don't like I have three dogs, but I'm, you know, sometimes she'll take the dog to work. So I'm taking the dog to work these days. And so Georgie's hanging out. Georgie's pretty easy going. Yeah. He's an easy going dog. You're a, you're, you're, you seem like a dog person. Yeah. I love dogs. Yeah. I don't have a dog, but I love dogs. I love animals. Do you want a dog? I know you have like horses. And yeah. Stuff. I do. Um, I, I mean, I had a dog before, but, you know, it, mm -hmm. it's tough because, you know, you got to, you know, you got somebody like George you can take with you and yeah. stuff. But so you got to get the right size dog or have the time to spend on the dog. Also, for you being a sheriff, do you feel like the kind of dog you get says a lot about you? Like you'd have to get like a, like a, like a German Shepherd or one of those, like, you know, what are the other ones called? The, 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 the Malinois? Malinois, right. Malinois. Nah. No, I, yeah, I want a little lap dog or something. Would you like a Georgie kind of thing? You can't have this one, but yeah. would, would you yeah, like... George, you want to come home? Yeah. <laughs> Don't tempt him. He probably would. Yeah. yeah um, something simple. Yeah. You know, something simple. Bigger, you know, I, I like big dogs, but, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it doesn't mean you want to haul one around all the time. Would you Would you give your dog... Some of these people give their dogs, like, human names. Or do you, like, kind of like... I mean, George, I think, is kind of like a pet name. But so I've seen some dogs, they'll be like... I had a neighbor who... His dog's name was Kevin. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny when they give yeah, these dogs funny. human names. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't given much thought. Yeah, but like we gotta them. get you a dog. I think you're a dog person. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's kind of like you, you know, you can like kids too. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have to have one. <laughs> True. It means that you get to share yes. the houses and send them home. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You want me to watch? You know, Georgie, Georgie for a couple days. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We, well, I'll completely house it on. That is so funny. And I, then I can return them. I got to go. So I was doing a, I was hosting an auction with Todd Ventura and I got kind of like, you know, I'm helping him host it. So I'm in front of everybody just like he is. And he's got this Mexican vacation and, and lady I fancy had, I kind of winked at her to bid in the beginning when it was like 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets to like seventeen hundred bucks, and then of course the guys got like three of them, and I didn't know that. I was not the highest bidder. I wasn't even the second highest bidder anymore. I had stopped bidding a long time ago, or she had did, cheated through me. And um, so at the end, he like whips out, "Oh, by the way, I got three of these." And he turns to me, and goes, "You want her seventeen hundred bucks?" I'm like, "What are you gonna say?" Yeah, I was yeah. just like, "Oh, yeah, sure, I want it." So I bought a Mexican vacation for seventeen hundred bucks. And so, yeah, I do have a little bit of need. I'm going to send Georgia over to your place. Good, good. Hey, <laughs> let me know when. You know, that, isn't that funny how good those guys are? Oh, I mean, my Todd, gosh. Todd is, you know, Todd is great. He's he, a master. You know, um, I love working with there's, him. There's a few of them out there that are just amazing. Yeah. And they, they'll, you've got to listen to them closely. They'll catch you. Yeah. They'll go, they'll go from like 300. They'll go, you know, I had three and, and. Better than three, three, but I would do it. And I go, okay, five, 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 five. They'll skip numbers. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, wait a minute. What, what happened, happened to four? 350 and four, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and then they, and then they zoom in on you. Yeah. If they catch you like that, you're like, how do you turn that down? Like you said. It's I hard. Know. And you know, if you have like, you know, a, a face that's friendly and you build rapport with them or you meet eyes with them or maybe you're sitting in the front. 
But um, Scott Vernon's another one. He's a local guy who does. Yeah, a, I know Scott very well. He's too. a great guy, and yeah. it was cool to catch up with him. He was actually there. That we did, we did just did Big Brothers Big Sisters with Todd and uh, Scott and stuff. So uh, really neat. Um, we got Sheriff Ian Parkinson here. Where are we at with like uh, cannabis compliance things, dispensaries? Is there any evolution on that, or where are we at with all that? Yeah, it's been. It's been a struggle a little bit for, I think, I, I, I'd say on the county level because we had, you know, multiple departments involved. And um, recently the, the county CAO, Wade Horton, um, you know, made, I think, a really good decision that we needed to consolidate this to, you know, be more effective. So I, I agreed to take take over. So now I have people from planning, um, which includes code enforcement, my investigators, um, um, tax collector's office and they're all in one room now where they just moved into their new location and there's so it's one stop you know shop and we're responsible so i think it'll go a lot smoother um but we're seeing a drop off a little bit and 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 i mean i think the market's getting saturated and sure. i think we are probably going to spend more focus on illegal grows um, again, yeah. um, you see the black market kind of rising up now because things have kind of gotten settled in with the legality of it. Is that a weird question? I don't know. Yeah, no, I think I think the people that want to do it as a business legally are going to follow the rules. I think the people that don't qualify because of, you know, their criminal behavior um, are the ones that are are really going to try to um, in the black market. I mean, the problem with the black market is, of course, it it competes with the the paid market yeah um and you know they don't have to pay taxes they don't have to they don't have to be regulated and 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 controlled and so you know and and so their price could be better and and the way they distribute can be better so you know that's a challenge for people trying to do it right and there are people trying to do it right but the, the, you know the problem with it is quite honestly adam i i think I think what should have done we should have done is probably regulated to the point that it was all indoors only, mm. because I see a lot of people um, have something come up in their neighborhood, yeah. and they don't want it. And it doesn't matter if they're on a ranch or you know in a residential. Well, you're not going to really find much in a residential neighborhood. But my point is, is that they don't want the odor. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't want the you know potential traffic from it, um, and it's totally understandable. I mean, do you really want that? Um, but I think if you if you control indoors, I think it's a lot better. Um, and it, you know, people have a right to do it. You know, whether you agree with it or not. I mean, certainly I wasn't I wasn't uh, an advocate for it, but it is what it is. And now we have to follow the the rules and the law. But mm -hmm. I, when I get calls from people saying, "Hey, I can't believe this is going in," and this you know this lot or this acreage ne next to me. I'm like, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if, if they comply with everything they're they're been told to comply with, it, it's you know, it's it's a right to do it. Are there any like water issues? Are there any like issues with wineries? Are wineries kind of uh, are they kind of you know going at it, or are they all getting along? Yeah, there's definitely water issues, um, um, I, and I don't. I think they're going at it, but not necessarily because of the water issue. It's because of the cross contamination issue. Uh. Um, I know that. You know, out here in Edna, they um, there was a proposal, and and the, the the wineries out there fought it, and they I think they had a pretty legitimate argument about it contaminating their, 
you know, they're great. Yeah, I'm fine with the cannabis, but don't, don't it better not mess up with my Pinot Noir. <laughs> you know, like that's that's where I draw the line. You know, <laughs> don't mess with my Pinot Noir from the Edna Valley. Um, we have Sheriff Ian Parkinson here. Uh, tip a cop drive-throughs next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Let's hit those spots again. Monday is is at Rooster Firearms in Templeton. Okay. Uh, Tuesday is at the Vets Hall in San Luis Obispo, and um, uh, Wednesday is Pismo. Wednesday is at the Pismo Outlets. And do you just you drive through? You would you get like a to-go meal kind of thing? Yeah. How does it work? Drive yeah. through. You pick it up. You got dinner for the night. Perfect. And uh, do you have to like do you pay ahead of time? Do you pay there, or what do you do? Uh, Buy a ticket ahead of time. Yeah, you can do you can do both. Um, we 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 take payments there. Um, it's it, you can go to um, Special Olympics San Luis Obispo website and learn more. Mm -hmm. um, but it's pretty. It's it it's really good food. Um, uh, really easy. Take the night off from cooking. Um, you know, swing by, pick it up, and and and. You know, and eat at home. Great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, three days, tip a cop, and then your bike giveaway. Bike giveaway is, is underway. You can contact the sheriff's office. We are our, our website, um, slowsheriff.org, and um, there's information on there how to contact us. It's out on Kansas Avenue, yeah. out near Cuesta College. Um, but we, we're, we're taking, taking orders and and uh, you know, getting geared up to give away a whole bunch of bicycles to kids that are in need. And when you help um, provide, so you, are you, is your call to action for for needy families, for people that have bikes, or both? Both. Generally, we collect bikes all year round. People right. Okay. Got off it. at our substations, or you know, on Kansas, and then we rebuild, refurbish those. That's cool. Um, but then the new ones, you know, are a donation from you know Sandlot Group. Yeah. You know, they they they're awesome. Um, is probably our biggest donor because I I mean they they spend a lot of money on bikes, brand new bikes. So uh, they 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 order I think through Arts and. You know, it's and then so the kids that, you know, families can't afford it, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, they they they've never had a bike or they've outgrown their bike. And and so it's it just puts a smile on their face. For it them. really does, especially if a kid, you know, getting a new bike and some of these bikes that you are uh, that are going through this, um, you know, generous thing that you guys do have made their way into homes for our breaking and entering Christmas. So it's really special that you do that and that you share uh, with, uh, with us to, to, you know, bless families like that too. So uh, I love it. Look forward to, uh, um, perhaps, um, you know, kind of working with, uh, the men and women of the sheriff's department again for breaking and entering. Always good to have you in here. I know you're super busy. So thanks always for your time. Appreciate uh, it. I'll, always, Adam. I'm always willing to come on your show. Up and Adam in the morning. What's happening, buddy? Hey, I'm just trying to tell you that. Just lying. You are slaying it. Slaying it. I'm up and Adam in the morning.